I was in Korea in um, Humphreys. Cool, bro. No awesome. one cares. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. Don't tell me your stories because <laughs> you don't have any stories. Most of them are going to revolve around you Hell yeah, drinking. Dude. And Hell I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you trying to say, dude? I'm sipping coffee. Guys, this is coffee, by the way. Cheers. This is cheers, cheers. watered down beer. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to Comfort in Chaos. Another episode, team. Um, you guys already know we talk about this all the time. I, I, I want to send a big shout out to all you guys who've already supported and send so much love already on the past episodes and, and, and DM me and, and t- send me these Snapchat, Snapchat pictures of you guys watching them on your living room TV. Um, I really do appreciate that. So please continue showing that love guys and, and, and just know that it is being, you know, appreciated and I am paying attention to it all. So even when you comment down below, so please comment guys, share your opinion, share your experiences and the types of chaos that you guys are always constantly going through and how you have grown through that discomfort. Because like I always tell you guys, we grow through discomfort. All right. At least a growth. Remember that. Dang, man, I'm a little jealous. You got people watching your stuff on your on TVs. Yeah, dude, I was I get Snapchat sent to me just a bunch of people who I haven't talked to in a long time, and they're on my Snapchat, and they'll send me a Snapchat of them sipping coffee um, in Colorado. This particular individual lives in Colorado. Haven't spoke to this individual in years. Sends me a picture of a coffee cup in the living room of, her, of their apartment and um our show is on there that's watching the podcast oh man and i was like you are awesome you just made my day <laughs> so guys send me those pictures dm to me trust me make my day please it's like it's like i compare it to buying me a cup of coffee there you go. A nice cup of coffee, pumpkin spice. I was going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, I am Q with Mediocre Dads, you know, um, and being mediocre is a choice, so refuse to be mediocre. Uh, you, as you guys know, Mediocre Dads is that podcast where we talk about dad stuff and some of the adversities we go through as being a dad, but then how we get through them to be the best dad we can for our kids, whether we have sons or daughters. Um, and... Uh, Follow me for more content. Obviously, like and subscribe. Yep. Both of our channels. Links will be in the description. They're always below, always in the description. Um, yes. And for those people who like video games, um, he plays them and he <laughs> streams himself playing them. So, you know. <laughs> That's a different side of me, guys. I don't want you to come over there. No, it's no. It's dark. It's scary. And if it's you, raw. If you go to the dis- if you go to the description <laughs> of the last video, his Twitch his Twitch account is in there. So yes, it's, it's go scary watch it. over there, guys. Don't uh, do it. <laughs> Enjoy the sunshine and the good weather here. It gets dark and mysterious <laughs> over there, real quick. But also, real quick, <laughs> since you did shout out some, I did want to shout out my buddy. Um, Again, I didn't this dude I haven't talked to since high school, but we're friends on Facebook. And he like messages nice. me all the time. It's like, hey man, I really like your stuff. Really like your stuff. Hell yeah. Um and uh he, what's his name? Uh, what's Jesse Garza. Jesse Garza. Jesse Garza. Yeah. So he uh he hit me up and he was like, Hey man, and he goes, Man, I would be really cool like, like to get on your podcast at one point. And he didn't respond. Respond to my Ooh, message. Jesse. Don't be afraid. Trust me. Jesse, you better book a flight next yeah, man. week. Oh, book a flight you or send us an, your itinerary and we'll make it happen. Let Bring me know. Some let me know. <laughs> let me know when you come out to text, man. We can make it happen. I promise you. We can. We can make it work. Get you on. Like I know you have a lot to say because he has a he has a daughter of his own and who 
that man is passionate about his kids and i think kid kids mm, i think it's one kid let me not catch don't catch me lying but i know he has a daughter but i know he is very passionate about his daughter and he and he loves her very much so hey man like i said if you want to get on it you're more than welcome i'll always welcome it i don't need some big famous person trying to come on the show and try to have a, a t- conversation i'm always co- interested to have conversation with regular hey, guys. i'm cool with that so, so if you know any big famous people too come over here yeah, exactly i'll have a healthy you conversation a with this person we met him today Oh, and I was I was baffled. I was like, "Hold on, you knew this guy was like doing his thing, and you didn't, you know?" So it's 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 barely getting started. It's barely getting started, but he is connected, very well connected, with other uh, very big really? timers. Yeah, oh, big time, dude. Which is why he, I want him to come be a guest here pretty soon. Yeah. I want to get him next, Let's, get him involved. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I don't know if he'd be interested. I'll tell you this, though. He's got stories, man. It's just, it's interesting to hear those stories. I mean, the Target story was like. Dude, I, I, freaking, how cool is I, that? So, freaking Zach, like, hey, man, are you going to go call first? Time? And I was like, hold on, bro. I'm, I, this I, is I'm, important. I'm listening this to this This is story. important. Everything else is null and void. I'm listening Dude, to this story right that now. That story, and I'm like, bro, you got to go back there. Just, just for closure. Just for like, closure. Just for closure. <laughs> Because I, some dude, some <laughs> old man who's been working there probably for like fifteen years, is like still remembers you. Like, he has his picture on his desk. Like I will find you. He's got a folder that they have been trying to throw away for fifteen years. But that old man said, "No, we can't throw this folder away. <laughs> he will come back. Oh he man, must pay." <laughs> I wonder would they would could they charge him? Well, I guess the statute of limitation. Because what would you charge him with then? Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know. I that'd think be that, interesting. I'm, I, yeah, that'd be some. Well, be one for the books, dude. I, I'd, I'd, I'd say, hey man, I'd pay your bail if you got arrested. If you go, if you're oh, willing to go back, I I'd would, pay your bail. But I, I would do. From it. my understanding, he could probably pay his bail ten times over. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, the dude is. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, man. I don't know if you've ever walked over there and had a conversation with him. Mm-mm. But, uh, and I like to say this about everybody. You know, um, when you engage with somebody whether good or bad that individual god i always do that i'm catching it i am catching it i apologize guys i i, I know what you guys are time. saying i know what you guys are saying all right keep your mouth hey keep your opinions to yourself all right we all have our imperfections all right oh man and eat your cereal all right um oh, god dude now now i'm gonna hear it every time no uh no so when you talk to somebody somebody you know, people have an impact. Yeah. You know, and those ones that have an impact, you just kind of like, you remember, you re-engage and you're yeah. just like, dude, I can't wait to engage this person because there's always a positive impact. Every time I, I talk to this person, he's one of them. Was he in the military? Yes. He Army? was in, uh, he was in group. He was SF. Oh, like tabbed? Yeah. Oh, tabbed. that makes sense. Everything about him now makes sense. Yep. And, Oh man, that's why he's that's why he's always so happy. I mean, they just I mean, you know, I, you know more people than I do, but most people I come across who were in group and again then they got out. They generally to be general. I from what I could come across, they're generally happy people, and you're just like, why are you so they, capable or dis- or displaying a sense of just overall happiness, if you will. It might be a facade. I know some people, you know, are hurting inside, but it might yeah. be but still just having that ability to just say, hey, 
I don't have my own. I may not have my own happiness internally, but externally, I want to give everybody else happiness. So I'm giving this, this, this facade of joy, and everybody's soaking in. I'm like this guy's just a joy to be around. He invited me. Like he, so he. I didn't know. I don't know this guy, but every time he sees me now, he's like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he wants to like dap me up, and I'm like, "I don't know who you are. I was just with um, Earnhardt one day, and." You just dapped him up, and next you know you dapped me up, and then next you know you're like, "Hey man, you want to go to my Halloween? Come to my Halloween party? I throw some some crazy Halloween parties." And I was like, "I, I don't really know who you are, but I mean, sure, yeah." You know? um, but then I was like, "Is it kid friendly?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Oh, well then I'm probably not." <laughs> but still, I told him thank you for the invite. He, it was awesome that you you didn't even know me and you invited me right off the bat. I mean, I, you know, people can some people can read other people and be like, "You're probably a good per- chill person." So no, it, it, he he really is, and and there's always I love he's one of those individuals. You know, is every time you talk to him, you walk away and you just learn something. Yeah, like you just learn something. You know, and I'm like, dude, I respect that. I respect that, and I'm always like, man, I hope I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm you, like what? Do, what do people say when they're done talking to me? <laughs> you know, like what do they say? It's like, dude, I hope I never see this guy again. <laughs> no, <laughs> super trooper, super trooper. It's like, dude, I hope they never see this guy again. He's like, did he comment on your on your mustache? So <laughs> you know what? Fun fact. Okay, guys, fun fact. Just to catch you up. Um, something that happened recently here in our neck of the woods was there was a potential. It blew up. I don't know if you got that notification about an active shooter at the gate on base. Uh, yes, I saw that. Okay, so it was funny because I was actually at the the cleaners dropping off uh, some... <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm dropping off some, <laughs> you know, some, uh, some suit, you know, dropping off a suit and some shirts, you know, and some trousers to uh, get dry cleaned. He's like, I'm at the cleaners and pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and, and so it was funny because... The group chat, you know, the group chat went off and they're just like, hey, be be advised. Is that the gate? If you're off base, stay away. Everything you can. Avoid the gate. Do this. Do that. I need to know where everyone's at right now. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like, oh, here at Foundry. Hey, you're off this. And I'm like, I'm at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> Live. Everybody go into the group chat and I'll freaking put a video up. And then there's and a then, shooter. No, it's funny because Ferrari then posts something and then he deletes it, but then he posts on go get him, SFC. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's running and, and Gallegos is going. <laughs> Where and, then he, going? and then he deleted it. <laughs> uh you know, because I think uh you know, um some people in that chat get very that's not yeah. how you. That's not how you address a platoon sergeant. No, that's not how you talk within a professional. I just thought it was, I thought it was really funny, and then I'm just like, "Hey, I'm here now. It's all clear. Everything's good. <laughs> Nothing to worry about, guys." He ran away. He false alarm. <laughs> well, so I found out it was um it was a it was off base, but because it was so close to the military installation, yeah, I always that's what I tell them. I'm like, dude, it's it's just that's what it is, man. It's a rumor mill. You know, it's it's PNN, you know, but at the highest echelon. Yeah, like they're sending stuff down like active shooter. It's almost like it's playing the game of telephone, right? By the time it gets down to you, they said like there's. You know, oh, I love that game. It's this freaking a dude with a freaking machine gun story. with a machete. And he's freaking yep. slashing the freaking gate guard's neck right now as we speak. And you're like, that's not what the happened what? at all. That's not what. <laughs> hey, what's the first guy say? What'd you say? Oh, all he said was squirrel. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> 
how do we get here? How do we? Yeah, exactly, dude. How um, do we get here? Gosh, dang, man. Anyway, anyway, so anyway. You, you saw dude. the the um the article I sent you. Yes. And I thought it would be good for for us to talk about. Well, I want you to address it more because I th- I felt like it fit more of your um. <sighs> Uh, your niche of 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 the of the podcasting world, if you will. Yeah. Um. And so, because I saw it off of PBD, he meant. Excuse me. He had an article. He mentioned it on his show. Yeah. And they kind of talked about it briefly, but I was like, Nah, let me find this article, and let me, and let, let, I think we should we can definitely talk. Yeah, about man. It. So, yeah. So, guys, just to catch you up on uh, as we go into this new segment here, this article here. Um. Excuse me. So, essentially, uh, he sent me an article titled, basically stating that 70% of the United States military are obese, all right? And he basically was like, thoughts, you know, question mark. And, you know, I was looking over the article, you know. And and I, I'm pretty sure. Did you have some highlighted points you wanted to bring up? Or? Yeah, so I can. I mean, so yeah, definitely for just for for you know for people's you know situation. Guys, awareness. feel free though. Feel free, please comment down below your thoughts on this. Uh, I definitely am curious to know what you guys, what your opinion is, what your thoughts are, and what you uh, people have shared with you. If you're in the military, you're out of the military, or you know people who are in the military, or just what you plain Jane see with your yeah. own eyes. Let me know your thoughts. Comment down below, guys, and uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely reengage. We'll both reengage on both of these. Um, I, I, I definitely want to, uh, I want to know what you guys think. You know, as we go into this. Yeah. So no. So the articles from that I found was from Stars and Stripes, and it, it, it basically says nearly seventy percent of U.S. troops are overweight or obese, and uh, it goes down to talk about how almost seven out of every ten U.S. troops are either overweight or obese. According to a new report, and um, and it, which it goes on to say, which also warns the growing trend could compromise military readiness and undermine national security. Let's just stop it right there, first and foremost, right? Yeah, so the headline of the article says everything you need to in that first instance that I read was seven out of ten U.S. troops are overweight or obese, and we've been in long enough. You've been in, I think, twelve going on thirteen. Uh, I'm in a nine going on ten. And we both know that uh, I think that's been a, a problem or an issue for some time now. Like this isn't just something new yeah. that's been it's not just like a, a result of COVID, if you will. It's always been a it's always been a thing that's been prominent uh, since I've been in, in the military where there's been these overweight or these even obese people just not capable of me- meeting mission readiness requirements to be deployable or or whatever the case might be so okay so my thoughts on on this all right as as you know as a senior leader you know there are i want to say this is more of a result or an effect okay towards decisions that were made in the past a few years ago Okay. What you know, was that decision? Uh, the decisions were uh, when you put out a standard mm-hmm. and then you tailor that standard in order to comply with people who cannot meet that standard, you will yeah. then get a result. You will then get a result. And that result is you're showing everybody that now they no longer have to push. 
Like they don't have to go yeah. get it. Like they don't have to. Like okay, yeah. Because now there's something else that they can dwell on now because you provided that to them. Okay, but like all right, from a you know, from a younger soldier's perspective though. So hear me out. Would should not the standards change or be at least altered in a little bit because the standards of people are not the same from World War II, Korea, Vietnam. I might have to switch. I think it's Vietnam then Korea. Anyway, um, and then and Gulf War, Afghanistan, Iraq until now. Right. So the standards of of people have changed. What we've been introduced to our bodies have changed. Mm-hmm. Right. So should the standards not be altered? Not to say to decrease so, them to the point where we're just like letting allowing anything flies. But well, you know, should they not be changed? Here, yeah, and here's here's the other thing too. In in <clears throat> like when they're saying obese, you know, but are they saying can they pass the ACFT? You know, are they able to pass the ACFT? Are mm-hmm. they able to meet the physical readiness standards that are held that they are held accountable to just to provide service? Well, so it know? mentions it impacts readiness, but so but you're correct but right you but long term wise it does make sense because obviously we know obesity you know has long term health effects in the body it's just lo- lo- it's just not healthy it's just not healthy you know yeah so how so here's my thing though um with that bmi they go off bmi and that's what determines your if they say if a person's obese or not right yep. and so believe it or not According to my BMI, given to me by the army, I'm obese. What? Right. I, I'm obese. So oh, I thought he said. I thought he said he's a beast. Well, <laughs> that too. But I'm according to the army, and they're like, I'm obese. So well, I they fall said, into I'm that. Obese. So I fall into that category of being an obese soldier, impacting readiness. However, right. As you know, I'm preparing, and as everybody else does, I'm preparing for a half marathon. Dude, he just ran 10 miles the I other just, day. I ran 10 miles on Monday. I got to run 11 like, on Saturday. So that being said, right, to tell, for someone to be like, well, you're obese, you need to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm running 11 miles. And yeah. I'm not running, I'm not running 11 miles in four or five hours. I'm running, a, I'm running 10 to 11 miles in an hour and 50 minutes. All right, well, no, I lied. It was an hour and 41 minutes for my 10-miler. So what do we, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like am I, am I, am I, am, so, am I a, a, a part of the problem, if that's I the mean, case? I mean, I will tell you, no, you're, you're not, dude. You're not. But I will say there is, I mean, just as a nation as a whole. Yeah. Just look at, not just the military, but when you have a whole nation that is probably, like, getting more obese like let's see the obesity rating for the country uh, as, as Americans. A whole, yeah, yeah. And I bet you more are obese now. You oh, know, um, there's several studies on on it. Um, I can't so say anything that top of my mind. If but, yeah. that rate goes up, then you're going to see a trickle into the military. Oh, of course. Well, but that's part of the recruiting problem. It, so, there, there was an article that came out earlier this yep. year that was part of the recruiting problem was they didn't they couldn't find people that were to meet the physical standards of to join the military. Yeah. And so that's why they lowered the standard. And so what do they do? They lower the standard. So they lowered lower the, the standard. They were smart though. They lowered the standards for initial entry soldiers. So when you initially enter your and when you initially enter the military, the standards are lower. However, after you do basic and then you go on to 
AIT. And then when you get to your duty station, you're expected to perform <laughs> at the standard, at the normal standard that's given Dude. for everybody at your age, height, and weight, or whatever the case might be. I mean... And gender, obviously. Sorry. I mean, we all have our opinions on that. I mean, I have my opinion on that. I've never been... Uh, uh, anytime I hear the word lowering the standard, then already I'm getting red flags in my head. Like, okay. Yeah. When you do that, you got to understand there's going to be a consequence. Like, there's going to be a result to this, you know? Yes. It really is. There's going to yes. be a result. And that result could be any... It can, it can go into just... The caliber of the the soldier you are bringing into the force, the mindset, that willingness to execute, the willingness to do what it takes to meet this task or meet this end state. And for these individuals who are civilians, they're coming in and, hey, dude, if I was a recruiter, bro, I'd be like, dude, you got to lose 20 pounds. So, Here's uh, how to do it, though. I'm going to show you. Here's yeah. what you got to do. Eat this. Do this. I want you to come do some PT with us. Blah, blah, blah. And then in, a, in two weeks, we're going to weigh you again. Like, you, but you got to want it, bro. So don't get me wrong, right? I agree with you. Like we, lowering the standards only produces a negative effect, a long-term it, it effect of, of bringing in less than mediocre people into the military. So then you got these people that are not, that were never fully capable of performing at the level we needed them to. But they met the lowered standard to get in, and now we're now it's expected as you, and this goes into why my my issue with the NCO Corps, it's expected as you or me as NCOs to get them where they need to be, and uh, and so I agree with you, right? The standards should never have been lowered. The standards should remain the same. That being said, um, unfortunately, we have to live in reality, and reality says that we have a recruiting problem. Reality also says that in the near future, there's a potential that we might be going, entering a conflict. So that being said, even President Biden gave a speech about um, what was going on around the world and um, mentioned things. Uh, I won't get into that. But anyway, he mm. gave a speech, and you can watch his speech if you're really it's interested. It's all public information, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's, you can watch his speech uh, that he gave about, uh, he addressed the people, if you will, on what was going on when the... Linked, just kidding. It won't be down below. <laughs> it won't below. be down below. <laughs> uh, you Go can YouTube find it anywhere. Yeah, so anyway, but uh, we, we might be involved in the conflict in, in the near future. And so, unfortunately, the reality is we need people. And so... I mean, technically, we, we're already involved. Right. But in a sense. I, I agree with you, but when but we you get, are right. when we get boots on ground, and regardless of where that is, we're gonna we need to fill up people. Just like when Iraq and Afghanistan popped off, we needed people. But there was a drive by the American people to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go fight for my country overseas," and those terrorists are gonna pay for what they did to the United States with the Twin Towers. So there was a drive for that. Now we don't with the new gen, this newest generation Gen Z. There's no drive for them to be like, join the military for what? No. And, and there, <clears throat> there's a lot of reasons why, though. There's, there's two. There's two. I want to say there's two, two big ones. One, because the caliber of individual has changed. Society yes. has changed. Yeah. The mentality has, has morphed into a sense of entitlement mentality. Mm -hmm. And it's no longer like, hey, go be all you can be. It's more like, hey, what can you do for me? Yeah, what can like, you give me to make it, it worth it? Yeah. That, that's really it. And when you have a mentality like that, you're not going to get fighters, man. 
those, those people don't know nothing what sacrifice is. They don't know what selfless service is. They don't know the word the word duty. They probably hear that and they think it's like someone went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The, like they're not going to know. They're, or they're going to think the game, video game, Call of Duty. They're not going to know what it's like to look at freaking something and say that is evil. Well, so. And we need to go take care of that. because Perspective. Go ahead. Continue your thing. Yeah. Um, to face evil and engage takes a certain individual. And you think about it. Hundred percent. And I, when I'm saying evil, it's you'll never forget when you faced evil. No one ever does. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot. I don't think there's a lot of people in this world who've experienced but genuine evil it, from another person. But when you can see what an evil person does to another person you know that okay this this is just evil and it needs to go away and it takes a good man to fight against evil let me ask you a question um when you watch i mean because they're all over the internet and not necessarily you're watching because you're just like i have to watch this but like when the on the news um the situation that happened in maine um right and there's this individual who's going around shooting people, right? Yeah. And you and you see some of these, and you and you see because the internet's crazy, and people get videos out there and showing the most vulgar things. But when you see this thing occurring, right, where does your mind go to? What's the, are you? Is your mind go to? Uh, and this might be a leading question, but does your mind go to? Well, first, where does your mind go to before I ask the leading question? So. My mind goes to there is evil that is attacking. It's this evil that is attacking innocence. Yeah, you know that that to me is is an evil person with a mindset that is just manifested. There was a seed planted in that individual at some point. Yeah, some type of seed that just manifested and made that individual get to the point where they're now executing on that manifestation. Yeah. And the only way to stop that now is you got to you got to destroy it. Yeah, you got to eliminate know? it. Like if you're gonna if you get once you get to that point where you're gonna act on your own evil thoughts, now it's okay. Now it's game time. Yeah, and w- that's where my mind goes. And I have always been. It's weird. It's really weird. And we might have to get personal here. <laughs> no, but. Uh, now, and it's funny that you said this because I had this conversation uh, actually today. Uh, a, a, a different version, though. But, um, yeah, no. And I'll use Uvalde, for okay. instance. That one hit me more. Yeah. Because I have a, I have a soft spot for kids. Yep. And I have my reason why. You know, uh, my first deployment, I have a reason why. And I won't go too into these stories because it gets pretty graphic and it definitely puts me somewhere. Um, but let's just put it this way. There are there are things that I, I you would never think you would see like ever in your life, except maybe on some like dark freaking Saw movie or something like that. You know, just some kind of dark freaking scary movie that you just know is Hollywood. And and seeing that for the first time it it stays with you it 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 stays with you it stays with you and you just are like okay where are the people who did this i don't even care let's go find them yeah and when you're with a bunch of individuals who are all feeling the same way it's like okay let's go 
was I don't even care if I die. Yeah, they're like you no get words. to the point where you don't even care if you die, mm-hmm. as long as you know that you're gonna go fight this, and that has never left me because of that situation that's one of them that's just one of them of course you can apply other stuff your upbringing you're a big brother like you know um but when uvaldi happened man that experience came back and i was to the point where literally i'm like dude i'm gonna get my shit i'm just gonna drive down there it's not that far yeah like i don't know what's going on over there but what i'm watching it looks like chaos and it looks like a bunch of fearful men who are afraid to go face evil because now in there is real evil and you hear it when you hear the shots you hear the cries you hear the suffering you hear it your mind people will freeze because that is evil dude i'm getting the chills just talking about because it's like getting me riled up but it's like okay i want to go down there i need to get there because there's a lot of I'm, I'm not saying they're all cowards, but there's just a lot of individuals who didn't know what, ha- I'm not saying they're cowards, but when you face evil, you if you're not ready, and you, one, you're not ready to die, then get ready, because it's gonna overtake you. Man, uh, so forgive me uh, for me smiling, so I don't know how to react uh, um to uh oh, dude I, i've i've gone past that point like to if this was to, me like eight years ago then it'd be a different story but yeah i don't know how to react I've, to I've, I've learned so much dude and i've i've keep i keep a lot of it to myself and and yeah. i don't really go into detail because you know but it, it, it it's it's different you know so, no, I, I i want you to know like i i i, I may not have, I don't have similar stories but i understand what you're saying um and there's a smile on my face and my wife knows this about me um, in emotional situations, I don't get uh, emotional, like sad or depressed or whatever. You're not supposed to. Yeah, I'm, a at smile least in this sense, I'm just saying I don't. Yeah. I don't expect anytime I share anything like that. Uh, you know, if even if I share something and you see a tear coming out of my eye or see a tear, like I don't expect any. Like, don't even touch me. Like, don't pat me on the back. Like, yeah. dude, I'm that type of guy. You know. Oh yeah, no. So like my my smile, it's a it's an angry smile. It's and I don't know if that makes sense. It's almost like you've seen the Joker. That's the Joker right there, dude. So like I don't know how my 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 mind and my my but it doesn't know how to how to be like. Oh my gosh, this is really sad. No, I smile because. But I'm so angry. And my wife is one of the few people, and my wife and my brother are the few people in this world who can sit there and be like, no, he's upset. He's smiling at you, but he will. Yeah. He wants to tear you from limb to limb. And uh, what you're talking about is, um, I love my daughters so much. And mm-hmm. there is a thing that I've come to grips with. And my wife doesn't know this, and I have, uh, I have, I've prayed about it, talked to the Lord about it, if you will. Uh, and, the, and the thing I have come to grips with is uh, I will die for my kids. Mm-hmm. And not just in like saying it because ever, you know, it's an easy thing to say or is a statement that it's easy to make. But I have come to grips with if my life is required, I will give it. Mm-hmm. There's not a question. There's not a, there's not a, there's not a hesitation. There's not a pause. There's a, I will give it uh, when freaking in, you know, go to Hollywood in the movies uh, and 
Hunger Games. She's like, I volunteer as tribute. There's there's no hesitation to say I volunteer yeah. as tribute. I'm walking up. You're not walking anywhere. I'm walking up and I'm saying, What do you you want to cut off somebody's head? Here's mine. Yeah. Death does I am prepared to meet death. If I have to do that, I will do that. I'll be afraid. There might be tears in my eyes, but I'm a f- I am prepared to do that, to meet death if I have to. Yeah. For the ones I love, for the people that matter to me. So even, so it, going back to Uvalde, if I'm one of those individuals and I can hear. Bro. <laughs> and again, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not smiling because I'm happy. I'm smiling because I'm angry. You hear those things. You hear those kids crying. And you're man. gonna sit in. You're gonna sit outside. You're sitting outside waiting. To, what do we do? You're stacked up on a door. Chain waiting of command. Orders do not hearing, matter. I bro. will be the first one through the door, and I will take all of the bullets if that me if that's if that's what that means. But you go get them. You go get those it's kids. It's like seriously. You don't. It, there's no thinking. There is no thinking that needs to occur. You go get those kids, and you and you can so you can tell those parents, yeah. You know, we lost one, but your kids are safe and your kids are going home with you now. Hey, they're they're not gonna be they're not gonna be okay for the rest of their lives. However, they lived to see another day. Because kids yep. do not need to suffer it do need kids do not deserve to fight the sins of their fathers, if you will. No. Right? You know what I mean? Like no. a messed up individuals go in there, kick down the door. Well, I don't know what you have to do in the safest means possible, obviously. And you've all happened sometimes ago. You've all happened some time ago, which it's not an excuse, but still, break down the door. Figure out how you got to break down the door, and you freaking eliminate the threat. Yeah, you eliminate the threat, and you make sure it, that person it, it does not breathe. I I will say it wholeheartedly. That person will not be breathing and does not deserve to breathe yeah. breathe another breath of this air. Walk walking on this earth. And that might be the unchristian side of me, if you will, but David smited his enemies on God's behalf. Saul smited his enemies on God's behalf. David cut off Goliath's Bro, yeah. head and he put it on a spear and he let Bible all the freaking uh, Philistines know that, hey, if you're coming over here to mess with my people and my God, this is the result. So anyway, I won't get into that because I'll get angry. No, yeah, um, dude. But yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, I like, dude. I can have these conversations all day. <laughs> um, I definitely like that. Um, it irritates because it, it irritates me because, like you said, like weak. Like you said, like those men and women who serve in law enforcement, they deal with a lot of things on different on a, dip, dude, on a daily yeah, basis. Man, I could, I, 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 I could not have their job. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely, man, I appreciate every single one of them. But like I said before, though, you got to know what you're signing up for. And there could be a point. Hopefully, you never do. Yeah. But there could be a point where you're going to look evil in the face and you're going to have to make a decision. And it's scary because it's like, that's another human being. It, how can another human being, how can their brain lead them to do things Dude. that you wouldn't even fathom to to do, that, right? And that's, and, and that's literally that first deployment experience when we were on patrol and what i saw it 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 haunts you because that's the thought that i was thought at that moment it was like there's no way a human being did this to these 
kids. There has to be something like a, 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 a like a demon. There has to be something I'm else like, out there. There's no way that is evil that did this. Yeah. It just, and oh. in that sense, man, and and and, 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 and any t- any kind of active shooter, if you're if you're willing to go and act off that evil manifestation inside, to go now and inflict pain and harm and end the life of innocent people who don't even know your freaking name don't know anything about you don't know nothing but you are that much of a coward to let that evil manifest and take over you well then good luck because eventually there's going to be a good man who's prepared to die and is ready to face that evil yeah and there's to me there's nothing more dangerous than a good man who's ready to die yeah because you're talking to one yeah i literally man uh I, you know i so we've been in for time we've both deployed your deployment was different than my deployment nonetheless um uh you know we have significant others we have other people we have uh women we care about in our lives we have children right and um yeah man one yeah, of the, i care about your circle one of the things that i you know it, it might seem like it just you know, everybody has, everybody knows, or most people know in the military, we have dark humor. And I joke with my wife, like, hey, man, that $500,000 would, wouldn't be really, wouldn't be too bad, <laughs> would it? Right. And, you know, and I, and it, it, it's a joke, right? I don't want to die, right? It, um, this is not saying, like, I want to die. I'm not but, chasing it. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. not chasing death. But um, I'm like, understand, like, if I had to, if it, if it, if it was my time and I had to go, like understand, I love you guys, and I had to, but yeah. like at the same time, I'm I'm taking I'm taking something someone with me. If you yeah, know, you're going you, out with your boots you, on, you know, what I'm like I'm, I'm going I'm, out with my boots on. You know, I just know. However, I go, doesn't need to be an open casket. Don't even worry about that. Ashes, I'm cool. Don't even spread them. Take them, just dump them on the freaking side of the road for all I care, right? Yeah. But all that matters. It's just know that when I go, I'm not going alone. Um, I got the Holy Spirit with me. I also got that evil person with me because I'm not going alone. So, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, man! And then of course it's also good knowing, where, hey, uh, you know, and, and, and I don't, I don't know what everyone believes in, but when you know where you're going when you die, yes, and you have that faith, and you know, and you have, you're a believer, and you're just like, dude, I'm comfortable with death, man. Yeah, I've made my peace. You know, I, I, gosh, I think of when I think of David when he's when he's running from Saul, and he's and he's just like and he's praying to God and uh, at different points, and you know, at one point you could you just David was kind of like, hey, like you know, like I love Saul, he's I love him like a father because he's done he's been great to me and all these things, but like if it if if my my existence, if you will, is jeopardizing his his feeling of being king. Then, like, like, then remove me. You know what I mean? Like, take me out of the picture because I don't, I don't, I don't want that. Right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, I won't get too deep into the to the story of it. But like, David was just this this man of like, hey, like, he was this man of of empathy and a sympathy where it's just like, Hey, I don't want to step onto people's toes. But at the same time, David was like, you would come across this same man in battle and you'd be like, 
I don't know what it is, but I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm going to go fight that guy over there and take my chances, but I'm not taking my chances with David. You know what I mean? Because they, they had a song about David um, and how he how he would kill um, so many so many uh, uh, Philistines. Was Philistines? Uh, yeah. He would kill so many of the Philistines, right? Um, and that's what led Saul. Saul got jealous, and that's what led Saul to be wanting to go after David because he was like, you're coming after my kingdom. He let his pride and yeah. his ego get in his yeah, way. But, but like, did, did, you know what I mean? Like just, there was two sides of this man. Yep. One was love and compassion. The other was well, other side was like, put a sword in his hand and you're like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Sorry guys. Didn't mean to get all, we got really uh, deep off the deep and dark, but you know yeah. what though? I, 70% I, that is to me. Troops. Yeah. And, but to me though, I have, I, you know, I'm just saying I apologize. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that is what comfort and chaos stands for. It mm-hmm. represents is you have to have those uncomfortable conversations because it's only through that discomfort is how we grow and learn. And, that is a raw conversation and that is reality like yeah. that's the world we live in and and i am a firm believer in right now people are so clouded in this false reality yeah you know that is just put in front of them and that's it you know i mean you pull up your social media i don't know if it's the same for you but i pull up my social media i'm seeing people saying hey you want to drive a Lamborghini like this? Do this. Hey, do this. Do this. And it's just this false reality, man. And and knowing that they that's not even theirs. They just rented it or they went to their buddies and just recorded something. And they're just like, feel me getting out of this car. Like, it's just putting in this false perception of this lifestyle that's not even real. You know? Be real. Who cares? Just be real. I, you know, I, I see those videos and I think to myself, like, does the average person really want those things? Like, I say average person, me, myself, I don't, I never, it would be cool to drive a Lamborghini, but I would never own one. I'll tell you. Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. No, you're right. me. Uh, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. So you, 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 you say that, you know, um, and, and, and obviously a lot of us, we can all say that until yeah. you're in that world. Until you're in that position. You know? Sure. And then let's see how you act when you're in that world. Well, you okay. Know? So I, I will say there is one car that I will get. It would be a Rolls Royce, <laughs> and it would be a Maybach. I'm just saying, though, or so two cars. I would own those cars because those are those cars. The Ghost. Oh my gosh, the Maybach Ghost. Let me tell you, dream car right there. So yes, I would have no problem purchasing that car, and then every so often it being driven with yeah. me in the back. That being said, that is that is a dream car of mine that I just. I've always fantasized about owning, and I'm sure it comes with the Lamborghini. However, I would own it for a brief moment because the reality is I'd be like, this is not economically sound. So, And I enjoy driving my truck. So yeah, uh, give me a truck with a Hellcat engine, sure, I'd be just fine. So, I think uh, a lot of people are like, hey, money equals happiness, and they always compare it to happiness and wealth and, and everything. I... Like, that's what people are striving for, you know, that mm-hmm. happiness, that wealth, you know, and happiness. You hear those two go together all the time. For me, I think the the word that people should be chasing for is is peace. Like, yeah, it. I mean, who do you know now can literally say, I'm in peace. My life is in peace. And 
a genuine piece? I don't know. Like that's what I'm just saying. Like well, think about it. Uh, think about it. You know what? I lied. I think I got I got two men in my life that I would say that I I think for the most you, part of their life they're ge- in genuine peace. Right. Obviously, there's there's different things. Different things happen every day. Different parts yeah. of life. But like genuine peace. Two. Pe- I can name. Oh, uh, no, I can I can name three people. Three people. Yeah, like and I dad. bet I bet when you engage with those people like you can it's almost like you can pick that up like they don't even have to broadcast it you just you can identify somebody who's just they live in peace man so my dad my father-in-law and then my uh my father-in-law's dad and my father-in-law's dad he's (laughs) it's grandpa rick this dude man he's so awesome because he's one of those dudes he'll play games and he'll make up his own rules and everybody like they're like rick you're making up your own rules he's like no this is how you play you're like you're right this is how we play right we'll play poker and this dude's making this dude's like he's making up rules and everybody would look at me like it's a grandpa rick rule so yeah just go with it yeah you know what i mean and um but like uh he's so awesome because he like he knows what he likes he knows what he doesn't like yeah. and so he's at this point where he's like where he's like nothing bothers him because he's like if i like it if cool I'm, I'm good if i don't like it i'll let you know and if you're gonna keep doing it he's like i'm gonna go over here yeah and it's not going to bother me anymore. I'm not going to think about it. The moment and, I walk away, it's poof. Dude, that's that's what I strive for, man. And I, just, I just want peace. Yeah. You know? And that, also, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be good with that. But I also think it looks different for everybody. But it does. You're all right. Yeah. And everybody has it. And, and you, I don't care if you live in a one-room apartment and if your life's in peace and you are broadcasting that and people pick up that impact from you just by having a conversation with you, like... Mm-hmm. Dude, shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. Like, I respect that more than I would this billionaire over here who's living a stressful life and has to do this and employ this and constantly going, doesn't have, has like multiple divorces. And I mean, just going through chaos, you know, and it's like, damn, dude, like you, your life, like you're stressed all the time, you know? And I do. I do think with like someone at that prestige who's a billionaire, right? I think part of the problem is they get so obsessed with the chase of mm-hmm. getting that of that new thing or that new billions, yeah. the millions, the billions, and all that, right? That it becomes that kind of encompasses every part, every aspect of their life, right? So it's like, oh, I made a billion dollars, I got to do it again, right? I'm and gonna then, see what I can do with this, right? You know, and so then it's it kind of goes into settled. like, oh, I'm married, I love my wife, and you know whatever, but like can I get that freaking model over there? Can I get that model? I'm doing it. I'm going to figure out how to do it. I'm going to do it. And you do it. And then it's like, well, then it doesn't make sense to keep the, the 99 Ford. It makes sense to keep the, you know, the new Lamborghini. The new, new. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that's every billionaire or every rich person's thought process, but I'm just saying like, it, there's there is a kind of a thought process of that where they're just they're always chasing something and it's like I have to have it because I was able to accomplish something so great so very few people are able to accomplish it's just that grind keeps going and it takes engulfs and takes everything up in their life in every aspect of mm-hmm. their life so I don't know just food for thought no I mean I'm not sure they're not all bad terrible people but still there's some bad people out there I guess <laughs> so. You know, and, sorry, random thought. No, um, but I definitely. Oh, let's circle back to the. So obviously, we know um, 
there's some chaos going on in the Middle East right now, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, there's a lot of stuff being put out there, you know, a lot, a lot of propaganda, yeah. a lot of, a lot of bumper stickers. I want to say there's just a lot of bumper stickers going on out there. And I wish, I wish individuals would just go back to the history books, man, or even just look at the Bible historically. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Bible puts it out there, mm-hmm. you know, it puts it out there and I don't know the exact story. I don't want to butcher it, but it's in there where I don't know if it was Joshua or if it was, I think it was Joshua mm-hmm. where he was told, or it could have been David, but go over there and he, God told him what to do. Go over there and you're going to have to kill everybody. Women, you got to kill everybody. He told them. Are but you talking he, when they came out of the, the he, desert? Oh, I think so. I because it was because basically, if you follow the lineage, it it comes down to Abraham's children. Yeah, you have his son and you have his stepson. You know, yep. Was it Ishmael and Isaac, Ishmael. right? Yep. And now they have led to two different people. You know, and if you yep. trace it, it goes to the Palestinians as one lineage, and the Israelites are the other. And at some point in that lineage, there was a conflict and God told him, you got to wipe them all out. When you go take this city, you're not taking no prisoners. Yeah. And he disobeyed. I'm just trying to remember who it was, but he disobeyed God. And then he said for the next thousand years, because of that, the prophet came and told him, you disobeyed God. He told you what to do. Yeah. And because of that he came he told me to tell you that for the next thousand years your family your families will fight and so, there will be conflict i think it, i think it was david so when david david was was essentially tasked with to cleansing um if i, I don't want to use the word cleansing i i don't it sounds it sounds really i i guess it is what it is right but david was tasked essentially by god and that's why david was this known as this mighty warrior as he was um because david was he would go from from town to town city to city if you will and he was tasked with like you're going to you're going to prepare this land for my people the people of israel and you're and you got to go and you got to go different these different cities and towns you got to wipe these people out and there was a there there was i think they were when i read there was a few of them because it was in between i think it was in second king first kings and second kings where they're talking about where he gets to a point where he's just uh he's supposed to wipe everybody out and he doesn't do it and yeah because like he said he, he had a heart he's yeah. like i can't kill the kids and then he he's they like were i'm like, not gonna kill the kids and so then he was like okay now this have them do this and there will be known as this um and i can't remember the exact verbiage um but anyway they'll be known as this and they'll they'll have like you said they'll they'll live on for generations to generations and then it goes on to say to this day they still are known for as doing this thing or making this thing right and so yeah so it goes to that but um you know i would like people to just to take a moment right in if you're in David's shoes, right, and you've been tasked to do yeah, this dude. thing, right? I mean, and, think about it, though. In so many words, you've been tasked to go, you know, kill all these people. 
and take no prisoners and you're like you're like there's kids there you're like god are you i can't do that you want me to do are you really sure because i can't do that and he's like yep go do it and he goes in my name and you go do it and this is i know i know we have this conversation we talk about this and this is only one small aspect of the bible but and it's and it's in the old testament but people might hear this and be definitely turned off to christianity and that's not my point i know that's not your point either but um uh yes if you like like you were saying if you go back and through the lineage of uh down to the bible and this is why there's so many there's points several points in the bible when you're reading it and those names are whoo man but you'll go through those names and it'll go through a lineage chart right it goes line, line by line and he was the son of this and this was the son of this and he was the he was the 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 son of this, son of this, this and son, son of that this, and then this and it goes, it goes down all the way down and you might know one or two names you're like oh i know nebuchadnezzar or um david i know john i know jesus you know what i mean like you're like i know these names sound familiar because i've heard of these names before but some of these names you're like not saying that over again <laughs> you know what i mean but the, yeah the lineage it 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 um the bible tracks it and so you know it's uh it's it's very interesting to see um it's, you know, and it's still the active come, to this day the bible come to to fruition if you yeah will, man because a lot of people obviously don't believe to, to this day but a lot of people in the past were like i don't see these miracles that that you know they're talking about in the bible happening but revelations is um is happening uh is going on right now um, yeah so it's a it's a scary times we live in and and they've so. been in and they i mean think about it they've been in conflict since i was born like that's that just just for me knowing since i was born 87 they yeah. have been going at it yeah back and forth mm-hmm. and even before that you know my father well, yeah. said the same thing my father, and he, and that's how you know wow it's it's true god god spoke it and he meant it and he said for the next thousand years you guys are going to be in conflict now because of this because you disobeyed me man and they're still going at it and mm-hmm. there's not going to end and they're only according according to uh you know like you said the book of revelation man there's only one person that's going to bring peace yeah oh man the antichrist he's going <laughs> start looking read read check it out team if you don't believe me check out the bible i mean just check out the book of revelation it's 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 freaking it's scary it, 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 it is it is it can be real scary and i mean i'm not a real i'm not a real religious guy you know I'm, i like to tell people hey i'm a christian i'm a man of faith i'm not perfect you know i'm not religious and there is a difference and if you don't believe me you can feel free to talk to me we'll talk offline or whatever but there is a difference between religious and just being a christian a man of faith you know a believer yeah well man religion is such a yeah i don't because, like the word religion it's, it's because about relationships right so. now what they're doing the organization hamas is a religious organization yeah they're if you think about it they're acting on their belief they have yeah. a belief yeah you know? uh, it's uh, that's what they're doing i watched this video and so it was i saw it on I'm going to give his name because I, I definitely think uh, it's worthy of mentioning. Um, and what's his name? Uh, okay. So I watched this video and the sermon that he gave. Uh, and because there was a portion of it on Instagram and I won't go too deep into it. Uh, but he was, ref- he was referring to um, 
to Hamas and the thing that was going on in Israel and how we're in revelations and that we're living in revelation times or whatever. But his name is Tomi Arami, T-O-M-I-A-R-A-Y-O-M-I. Um, and he gave this sermon and it's a phenomenal sermon. And if you listen to Long Form Podcast, it's not going to be, it's just going to be another thing you listen to while you're working out or you're driving to work. But he gave this phenomenal sermon and uh, it put a lot of this in perspective. So when we're talking about this, I'm thinking back to what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, but yes, he, man, listen to it, go watch it. He puts a lot of it into perspective and he says a lot of things. Um, and he is a definitely, uh, he is a prophetic dude. He's, He'll tell you everything you need to know where we're at in Revelations. According to him, we're in chapter six of Revelations in currently in our current times. Oh, so wow. I encourage anybody and everybody to go read Revelations, regardless if you don't if you believe in Christianity or if you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Bible, and all that. Go read Revelations. Um, so when I was growing up and uh, I was really into reading, I had the book. I read I read the entire series of Left Behind. Oh, dude. And so left behind that book is scary. Let me tell you, dude. Yes, that book is scary. It put me on my freaking ass, and I was like, I don't know what to think because I'm, I'm, I'm fearful of this. I remember when I was a kid, figure. I read the, uh, my mom. I think got me one of those books because they used to be these little like black books, you know, mm -hmm. easy to read. But they're straight to the point, man. Of just like, dude, this is scary. You want to bring people to to christ let me tell you have them read the entire series of left behind so when i was a kid and i was reading those books man um i got through the end i got to the end and i was like i want to go to heaven i want to be <laughs> i want to be, be raptured <laughs> if i'm not raptured i'm gonna be so upset right <laughs> like that's like and that's what i'm thinking and i'm thinking how do i be how do i ensure i'm gonna be raptured now that feeling that i thought left me until a moment until moments like we are where we are today uh and uh and i i i even myself i'm going back and i'm reading through revelations because i'm like revelations outlines everything and in the times we're in and time things that are to come and man oh my goodness it is scary to think that one day in in the future uh and maybe in the near future the, when the rapture occurs uh, people are going to start disappearing. And those of us who are left behind, we're going to be, we're going to come to the uh, the realize it, realization of like, oh no, I messed up. And, uh, you know, he even talks about it. He goes, you know, when this happens, and he goes, this is why, this is why, and some people might say this speculation, but he's like, this is why they introduced um, aliens, right? This is why they said, hey, by the way, aliens do exist. Just going to put that out there. And then no, you recognize how no one cared. Yeah, no one cares. Because there was a lot more going on that people like, can see and hear in front of them. Um, cause they it, care more about uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, 100%. And going to Taylor NFL Swift, games. Yep. <laughs> and so, um, but they, uh, you know, he's like, it's going to be through aliens that are going to be like, hey, guys, you know, basically these people were abducted from, by aliens. But, um, because uh, what is it? there was a there's a part in Revelations where uh, it talks about these 
these th- these things that are going to be introduced that are going to seem strange and and out of this world new technology i'm not using the correct bible verbiage but essentially that's what it's going to be and he was yeah. like it's weird doesn't aliens start to fit what we're, when you're reading this and then people and i start to think of myself like oh aliens do fit people talking about aliens and these things it does fit because when it happens and then people are like oh it's aliens you're like yeah that makes sense not believing that it's god that like hey we're in the end times and it's happening anyway i'll get off my hours but like man that's crazy it's a scary it's a scary scary thought scary thing i highly just said just uh everybody goes and watches uh watches him because he gets into a lot of things um about the religion about the christian christian faith and about uh and kind of the history of it and and some of the things the holidays we celebrate uh like christmas and and uh easter and i he's he's talking about it and he was like he goes you know what's funny because everybody's talking about halloween he goes you won't care you know halloween doesn't matter he goes think about some of these other holidays that you guys celebrate that you think are like oh my goodness he goes they were introduced um uh i forgot by the, the the roman leader but it was uh but he's like, these are pagan things that you're celebrating. You're actually celebrating or pagan gods that they represent these, the holidays that they represent and what you're celebrating. I won't get into it. Watch his video. <laughs> Damn. He goes it was, right. It he was, goes deep. Huh? He goes deep. Cause he goes in the murky waters. So he goes, he goes, man, he goes down these rabbit holes and then, but the people were listening cause it's a sermon. You, you can tell they're like, tell us more. We, we are your lost sheep. If you will, tell us more we're like we didn't we didn't know yeah we just this has just been accepted we celebrate christmas and it's all good we celebrate easter and it's all good yeah. and he's so it's like tell us more um so like man when he talks about easter oh my goodness bro i'm like oh that's where the bunny comes from or when he talks about christmas why we put ornaments that shaped like or shaped like a ball on our on the tree Ooh, let me tell you. I I told my wife. I was like, I don't know if I want a tree this year. I, oh, I don't know man. if I want a tree this year. I always year. get a tree. That's my uh, favorite thing. I yeah. If you listen to it and he talk when he talks about it, let me tell you, scary, scary, scary. But like, it's scary because it's reality. Yeah. But like a lot of people don't want to face it as reality. They want to. They just say it like, oh, you know, it's just uh, no, nah, that's it. You're just you're just stuff you heard and no but it's reality so scariness anyway i don't want to scare you i don't want to sound like this is like a depressing podcast i promise it's not depressing no it's 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 not depressing man it's uh it's it's a reality it's a to me it's a it's a reality i mean we all know there's 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 some chaos going on in this world and it's not getting any better and Mm -hmm. it's getting it's getting worse and worse it looks like you know all around yeah ever ever all around the whole world and if there is obviously, if this has all been like prophesied or it's biblical, you know, which no one likes to admit, like no one likes to admit, but you know, you're slowly, I, I noticed now recently, like I'm slowly seeing a lot of these, you know, inspiring individuals, like, I mean, to include Joe Rogan himself, you know, pulled out and read scripture on his podcast. He read the book of Revelation. He read a particular chapter, a particular paragraph, just highlighting because even he's coming to like, there's... You know, it's, it's it's God touching his heart and, and putting that seed in him. You know, knowing that, dude, this this world, what what we do here doesn't matter. You know, you got to think about it. And 
a fearful a fearful what i am fearful for you know is imagine you know facing you know you die and you're you're standing at those gates and you hear the words depart from me i never knew you like just imagine that like to me i hear like uh, even now to this day and since i was a kid and when i first you know my father used to take me to church and and you know i i would i would sit there and i'd listen you know and that is the one thing that you know stands out the most you know imagine depart from me i never knew you like dude i mean that just that to me it's like okay look at the world today you know it's too easy to just be distracted and and shift your focus and it's like dude it's all we're losing is time yeah you know all we're losing is time so you know i've always been that guy where i'm like you know hey i know what i believe in i stand for what i believe in you know and and let's you know if i gotta face evil and if that's how i go then i feel like out to me i always felt like okay then i i died saving somebody yeah. you know saving innocent life you know i, I put myself there and now to me in my mind i was like i'm good then I'm yeah. good hey i'll face it it's evil gosh damn. yeah man i you know <laughs> so let me ask you okay knowing all this knowing all this as a father how do you engage your children knowing that this is the world they're coming up on like knowing this i mean how do you you know obviously approach this to your kids or introduce it you know man i'm fearful i'll, I'll be honest i'll be straight up and i'm honest i'm fearful because uh um for the longest time so when i so when i, when I go to the youth ministry uh with the with the teenagers and i talk to them and you know and they they see me and they know i'm a younger guy uh, and uh, talking to them, and I tell them straight up, I said, um, you know, for the longest time, I, when I left my house, I was like, I'm church, I'm good. Like, I don't got to go every Sunday. It doesn't feel like their obligation. There's no one forcing me or dragging me to church and all these things, right? And I never understood until later on, in, until this past, uh, this past year and a half, um, like, why why my parents took me to church and why it's so important. And so now I'm at the point where my kids, where I'm like, we're going to church on Sunday. We're going to go get the Lord in our spirits and our souls. And we're going to get it. I pray for my daughter. I pray for both my daughters every single night. My daughter will hurt my oldest. She'll hurt herself. And she'll be like, she'll be like, dad, can you pray for me every night? She's mm -hmm. like, dad, you have to pray for me. And then mom has to pray for me. And it's out of, you know, fear because she hurt herself or, or of other things but it's also out of she knows that mom and dad or that mom and dad tell her like hey if you have a problem you gotta you gotta talk to god and how you talk to god is through prayer and you know and so now she's she doesn't know how to do it herself but she's always asked relying on us to be like hey pray for me would you pray for me or whatever the case might be so every night you know i pray and she receives it and the hard part with her is trying to get her to say amen and so i tell her i was like amen is is a way of confirming that you agree 
and you believe what the prayer was about and that you and that that therefore then God you're acknowledging to God like hey um I prayed this thing and I believe it and I know it's in your hands help me or whatever the case might be mm-hmm. right uh and so with my kids you know there's there's still my my oldest she's still pretty young she's only five going on six um but as she gets older I just I'm, I hope to be able to have more deep conversations with her to be like, this is the world that we live in. And it's not to scare you and deter you from doing the things that me and your mom did, right? Go get married, find a husband, go get married, have kids and all that. But it's just to let you know that the world is not full of happiness and dandelions. It's not what, it's not what you think it is, but it's yeah. not to scare you. It's just to give you a reality check mm-hmm. because um, we know a lot of people in the military they don't have that reality check until they join the military that the world is a scary place and you think about the first time you deployed and you're like you're like the world america we're great life's good first time you deployed you go there and people are shooting rockets at you they're hurting other people and you're like how is this real you know what i mean yeah. back to similar what we were talking about how could other people do this to other people as if it's just meaningless and means nothing. And uh, so, you know, I, I I don't want to introduce to my kids of like, hey, get deployed, get shot at, and then you'll feel like you'll understand. No, but like I want you to know like as much as I can explain to you that the world is a scary place. Uh, but that doesn't, but you have God protecting you, right? Mm-hmm. And though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, right? Because your shepherd's rock protects me. And that is, that like, I know it's a cliche verse that everybody wants to everybody wants to f- have, right? But yeah. um, it's one of those. It 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 means something when you when you hear it, uh, or when, it means something when you read it, and then to say it and to actually put it into practice in your life. And so, um, my favorite verse, just real quick. I'm sorry, I got on a little tangent. But my favorite verse is Isaiah twenty six twenty six three. I have it on my arm. Um, Keep those in perfect peace. Do trust in you. And my wife is the one who gave that verse to me when I was in basic training. And she was my girlfriend at the time, but she gave that verse to me in basic training. She wrote me a letter. She was like, hey, Isaiah 26.3, you know, it's a good verse. I think it applies to what you're what you're going through. And it's keep those in perfect peace who trust in you. And man, when you were talking about peace earlier, I pray for peace all the time. Yeah. That's all I want is peace. And, and so I'm always... I'm always quoting that keep those minds in perfect peace who trust in you because ultimately our body and our, our bodies are they're nothing but it's our minds within our spirits right yeah. so keep those minds in perfect peace who trust in you and so like if I trust in the Lord my mind will be at perfect peace Man. nothing will nothing will uh, bother me I am human though so I am flawed there you but go PTL man PTL yeah so anyway yeah that's what that's that that's for me is just all I can do is is just implement the similar technique tactics and techniques <laughs> that yeah, my man. parents did when I was growing up. Yeah, I've, I'm along the same lines. You know, I think uh, in the realm, obviously, I, yours is situation is different because you have daughters. Yeah. You know, me. You know, when it comes to boys, it's you know your approach is different as a father. You know, and and a lot of it is definitely you know showing him the way. You know ensuring that he has everything fit for him to make those decisions. But then at the same time, try to be an example, you know, try to be that living example, you know, of, of demonstrating that, Hey, if I can get through it, you can too, you know, 
and here's how I do it. And, and, and faith is a big part of that. And I, you know, I, you got to make that choice too. There's yeah. going to be a point where you got to make that choice. I can't make it for you, but understand that this is what it did for your dad, you know? And I hope that that example or that legacy I left is enough for you to, this is what you got to emulate, you know? It's so scary because as parents, we naturally want to do everything for our kids to protect yeah. them. Um, but as they get older, you have to step back. So my daughter, she yep. like cuts things, right? And I'm like, my reaction is to get in there like, no, let me do it. You're, you I don't want you to get out of yeah, You know what I'm saying? But then same time, I'm like, she's five, she's going on six. I have to, at one point, I have to allow her to do it or she's going to be a... 10 year old or 12 year old and she's like dad come cut my toast for me i'm like what are you talking about right now <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so i sit back and i watch and oh man my adhd starts flaring up because i'm start getting like oh my gosh let me just let me just do it because you know what i mean and i'm just so i'm sitting back and i and i just have to watch and i have to know like oh my gosh okay she has to learn it and then when she makes a mistake i was like i can't get mad because i I could have stopped her. Truthfully, I could have stopped her, right? I could have said, no, nope, I'm going to do it. And I, and not this mess and nothing would have happened. But I decided to let her do it and learn how to do it. So when she makes a mess and she's like, she gets upset. I'm like, because, you know, I get so angry because I have anger issues. But I I was like, it's okay. I don't see you with anger issues. I right? have anger issues. I do. Um, well, then you hide it really well. Because uh, I know people with anger issues. And <laughs> they don't, you can pick off on that right, right away. So... So at work, I, I mask up. What I thought, I I thought it's pretty obvious. I was like, man, everybody could tell I have anger issues. Um, nah, man, I I do have anger issues, and so I uh, even at work, like today, I was very angry today, very angry today. Um, and uh, hashtag Cobra the quarter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I have to, I want to, I, w I work on my patience with my daughter. So I just, I take a deep breath and I know she got that initial reaction of like, oh my gosh, dad's going to get mad and I'm in trouble. I'm like, no, hey, sweetie, it's all right. Hey, grab that, grab that, clean it up. It's all right. What? What? Mm -hmm. Who am I? Why am I going to cry over spilled milk? You know what I mean? Um, I forgot who, I was watching this video. I forgot who was, who was talking and he was talking about, he was like, he goes, was it Dana White? I don't remember. Anyway, he was talking about his kids and he was talking about raising kids and he's basically saying like, you know, take a step back and realize like you're getting angry at a four-year-old. You're a, you're a real big man there for getting yeah. angry. You know what I mean? Like, and then that kind of put, it gives you the perspective. You're like, gosh, yeah, dang, I'm, you're right. I'm getting angry at a four-year-old who I'm expecting to have the same mindset logic that I have, that I experienced, that I have experienced to know that like, oh, if I tilt it too much, I'm going to pour too much milk and it's going to overfill really quickly and spill on the floor. Right. Yeah. I'm like, why am I getting angry? At this? So now I try to be more patient with her and be like, no, sweetie, it's okay. You just got to learn. But all I ask when you do learning is, you know, you actually put an effort in to try to learn. Don't do one of these like, uh, I can't open it. Uh, no, no, no. Take take a deep breath. Actually grip it and see if you can open the bottle yourself. If you can't, I'll help you. I'll show you how to do it. But like, actually try to do it. Anyway, I went on a long enough tangent. But yeah, yeah. And 
that's that's what I try for my kids is I just want them, even though initially I want to do everything for them, I have to step back and I have to let them grow. And so when when I'm when dad's not here anymore, whenever that is, they can be like, dad taught me how to do this. I know how to do this. So. Well said. Yeah. A long way, long version. Yeah, that's all, that's it. That's all I got. But uh, w- with a son for you, um, uh, as you mentioned, it's different for us, right? As for having a son versus having daughters. Um, is there a fear that you have when he gets older or as he gets older, um, especially like the military, or like potentially joining the military and doing what you do? Is there a fear that you have of like, you know, of him doing that and saying, Hey, I want to be just like you and joining. Man, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't necessarily classify it as a fear. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more of if that's your journey, then I'm, I, it's, it's my job to support you, you know, and I'm going to do everything I can you know, to support that, that decision, because I know that it doesn't come lightly, but I'm going to make sure based from my experience, you know, I'm going to make sure he understands what he's getting into, Yeah, you know, understand that. But if that's truly what you feel, that is your journey now, because I know, I, I mean, me, I, I, I know what it's done for me, you know, um, you know, had some of my best and worst times, you know, but either way it was, it's, it's part of my journey. You know, it's part of me growing in life, you know, and there were a lot of sacrifices, you know, and you know, I, 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 I was able to handle that, you know, and I'm still handling it, you know, and still processing a lot, but I just know that because it was my journey, I've, I believe strongly that that's what I was made for, you know, and if that's what my son feels like he's made for, then I mean, I got to support him. You know, I got to support him. I just want to make sure he has the tools to succeed, you know, and the mindset he's going to need to be different, yeah. you know, and, and just make sure that if that's what you want to do, Mio, then by all means, I'm going to, I'm going to be in your corner. But, uh, I want to make sure you are, are certain though, you know, yeah. because there's going to be consequences for this decision. And if you're ready, then by all means go forward. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you were to ask me though, is that what I want? No, dude, go be, go be an engineer, man. Go be, go, go live in peace, man. Go be happy. And you know, don't, don't learn from my mistakes, learn from my bad decisions, you know, learn from my failures, you know, and, uh, yeah, go do something else, man. Oh, I would, I would encourage that. But at the same time, I got to, I mean, he's my son and I got to support him. Yeah. I mean, so there was, so there was a time, right. As we were evolving as humans, if you will, right. That where men would go out and hunt and all that. And then, and that for the young men, that was a, a rite of passage, right. To get their first kill or to participate in the first hunt or whatever the case might be. Right. Um, but do you think that that is a part of, uh, or quality of, I don't know quality, but like a, a path in which all young men need to go down or follow in order to become a man, if you will, 
um, not necessarily go hunt and kill an animal, but like, okay, so the military, we'll use the military as the hunt, if you will, but to become battle hardened in a way to say, hey, you've been a leader, you've you've served and you've experienced um, things where you can now, now give you perspective of like, okay, priorities in life. I know what my priorities are now and I know what I need to do moving forward. So that that that's a tough one. Now that that that's where it kind of get that's that's where it gets tough because I really would like to make sure he understands what he would be getting into. And we've discussed this in the in the past episode, I think it were a couple episodes ago, but the military is good at training you to fight accomplish a mission, you know, uh, mission mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. take care of your team, take care, uh, be accountable to yourself and to your team. And, but they never teach you, like I said, they don't teach you for the after effects, you know, they don't teach you for what you see, uh, what you got to do, you know, on and, and what you got to come back home with. Um, they don't, they don't train you for that. And I know that it came I've had to process it at a price, I would definitely say. And every individual does, you know, every, every whether they're, they can try to say they're hardcore and they're made for this and all that, all they want, but there's still a price. There's still a price. And I don't, I would hate for him to have to pay that price. Yeah. Honestly, I would, I would hate for him to have to pay that price um, because I don't know, I, I don't, I haven't been, I don't wake up with him every day, you know? I don't end my days with him. So it's tough to say, hey, did you have the preparedness to get you ready for that? You know, and I do what I can away, but it's tough, you know. So if he were to make that decision, uh, once again, I got to make sure he he knows what he's getting into. And I'd, I'd have to just make sure he's ready, you know, yeah. because and but um, I in the end, I, I still got to just be there. Yeah. Hey, when you come back, you know, I'll be here. Yeah. And I know, and, and just know that I know. And it's different. It's different when you know someone who knows. That reminds me of the, the scene. And I love movies by the way. So sorry, but that reminds me of the scene in equalizer when, uh, he's the Uber driver or Lyft driver or whatever. And it's the soldier he's deploying or whatever. And he's like, oh, first going, first time. He's like, yep. He goes, he goes, all right. He's like, I'll be there when you pick to pick you up. And, oh, yeah. And, and it's, so, like, it's a small mo- part of the movie. But, man, I don't know why every time I just remember, I remember that part of the movie where he's like, I'll be there to pick you up. And, like, it resonated because I just, I remember thinking to myself, like, that knowing someone it could be a random someone's like hey man i don't know you but i'll be there to pick you up i'll be there to be the first person to give you right home i don't know you but like when you come home i'll be here to, keep, yeah. to greet you um i had one of my uh he was a, one of my good friends man fort hood and uh he was getting out and so he deployed in 2014 with the unit we were in and then i left in 2016 and so when I left, he was there and he was like, all right, man. Yeah. And it was like, he's by the time I was like, by the time we get back, you'll be out of the army. You'll be back in Colorado. But like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come back. When you get back, I'll be here. 
uh, and he didn't, he didn't, uh, he was out for two months and he got in a motorcycle accident and uh, Mm -hmm. didn't make it. And uh, so I'm sitting there, man, and my wife calls me and she's like, she goes, have you seen Gavin's Facebook page? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, apparently he passed away. I was like, no, he didn't. I was like, it's Gavin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's this goofy kid that was walking around the store calling me and my wife as we're walking to the store. He's like, mom, dad. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're a grown dude, man. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, he's one of yeah. friends. And I was like, no, he didn't. And, and man, on, on this, going on his Facebook and you find out he, he passed away. And I just like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do, man. I'm, uh, I'm not a person who cries a lot, but anyway, I definitely cried that moment. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know. I was like, I did, that's how could this be real? But um, anyway, I don't know. It, it's just a moment like you rem- that reminded me of the moment just of, you know, if being there when they get back. You yeah. Know what I'm saying if, when they go, when they go somewhere, it's like, hey, I'll be here when you get back. And so um, anyway, I want to end on a good note, on a happier note. Yeah, dude, we got to end on a good note. So I'm going to add, I would, so, um, uh, I, uh, sports, I'm wearing on sports. I like sports. Sports make me (laughs) happy. Yeah, let's talk. Happy-ish. Yeah, current events, current events. So, uh. Next segment, current uh, events. (laughs) Brought to you by, uh, Kellogg's. (laughs) Tony the Tiger. Eat your Uh, cornflakes. You watch baseball? Uh, yes, I do. I I just usually only watch the postseason. I try to follow my team. My team got eliminated again first team? round. The Twins. Oh, sorry. But uh, yeah, man, the Rangers. Mm. Rangers doing some work. You or know? the Diamondbacks. Or yeah, hey, the Diamondbacks. You know, those of us from Arizona. Yes, the Diamondbacks are in the World yep. Series. Uh, so, but the NBA season just started. You know, I'm not a big baseball person. I try to be, but I can't. Um, there's a lot of innings that I just don't understand. So Diamondbacks are in it because I'm from Arizona. So the Diamondbacks, I am a Houston Astros fan. I know that weird as it sounds, uh, only because of Atuve. Oh, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I like him. That's pretty cool. So I like the Houston Astros, but they I got mean, beat I just, by the Rangers. I just like, I like baseball games. I don't know if you've ever been to Going one in, in person. person like, it's, it's pretty fun. So in they do the um the summer league i don't know if it's called summer league baseball i forget what it's called but anyway they do it only in a few states arizona florida and i think there's one more i think it's vegas or something i don't know Mm -hmm. um so in arizona every summer when the teams come out and they the play and the tickets are like dirt cheap right we go out and watch these games heck yeah um and you know and they're not all at chase state um chase field in arizona or Chase Stadium in Arizona. So I've never been there, but you go different stadiums throughout Arizona because they're all playing their different games they're playing and you go out there and it's just a blast. And you're not like watching the entire thing happen, but you're just hanging out with friends, drinking a beer, watching the game here and there and seeing some things that happen. And it gets a little, it's a, it gets a little serious for some people out here and there, but then it's just a fun time. Heck yeah. And so, so I, I love that, man. Oh man. It was, it's so great uh, to be, especially when you get friends, you're just drinking a beer and you're like, I don't really care about the seats, man. You're just drinking a beer and watching the, watching the Heck baseball yeah. game. It's baseball. You know, it's hot where you're like, I don't really care. It's, 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 it's just, it's just fun to be here and fun to get fun to experience, you know? Heck so, yeah, dude. Um, but, yeah, this the NBA season started though, and I tried to watch the first games yesterday. Miami won um, by one point. Gosh dang! Gosh. How the Spurs do? 
Oh, they played the Dallas Mavericks. I, oh, <laughs> you know, it's so sad. I put, I turned on the game, and there was a commercial on. And before the game actually came out back on, I fell back asleep. So oh, I don't, I, I don't actually know who won, man. So oh. the last three nights, I've gone to bed at nine o'clock. Damn. So when you're like, yeah, seven thirty, and I'm even like, if I tried that, I'd just lay there and just toss and turn. No, like, oh, man. Well, so the the my reward for that was I was up at four o'clock this morning. So well, then there you go. Yeah, there you go. But that, that works. But I got like, give me like six, seven hours of sleep, and I'm good. Seven is max. If I get, if I my body tried to go for eight hours, I'd be upset. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. I've been functioning with like no sleep for a long time, like just a minimal amount of hours of sleep, to the point where now if if I try to go to bed early, I'm just gonna toss and turn. Isn't like, it, it funny? Takes me a while. When they're like, they, you go to like medical and they're like, "Well, sleep's so important. How many hours are you getting?" You're like, four or five. Like four or five. And they're like, "Oh, you need more than that." Yeah. Don't blame me. Blame no the army. Shit. Yeah. I. You. Do you listen? Listen. <laughs> Give me some think, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I? I. This is my choice. Yeah. It's it's ingrained in my body that four or five hours is all I need now. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. Like I've I've fought this battle for so long that it's just like I'm programmed now. Yeah. You know what I mean. So like when I go see medical, they're like, Oh yeah, you need more sleep. No shit, Sherlock. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, wow <laughs> you would solve a lot of my problems if i could get two more hours you're right do you got some medication for that <laughs> Man, like i like i'm just what four hours yeah i'm like wake up you son of a gun you've got four hours you need to get up now hey oh. don't be hey be real with me how many times do you hit the snooze button oh hey be real oh my god be real okay i'll so, tell you straight up i hit it twice yo listen i hit it twice yes my first alarm goes off at five <laughs> and my second alarm goes off at five. I have it every 15 minutes. My second alarm goes off at five fifteen, five thirty. My alarm goes off. I'm like, and I get up <laughs> and I'm so upset because oh, man, that stupid group chat. Why do we have to text? Yeah. That we're up and then show up to formation. So, that's, I understand that when you're not, at formation like like how we have been like the past week but yeah right but it, like every day every, yeah it doesn't make sense when it's like dude you're gonna see us there or at least someone there to just tell you give you the report you know that's the whole point that's of what it is receiving report report exactly. to tell you where my people are if i'm not if i've I'm always i've always been confused about that you know and so like now i'm like yo we have to send a text message and then I also have to go to formation and be like, receive a report. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. So anyway, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that annoys me because I'm like, I don't know. At five o'clock, it never fails. I'm getting a text message about, I'm up. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. I have y'all group chatted muted. Good. Because at five o'clock, it never fails. Well, like, that's only because this past two weeks. Three or four people, like, you know, like up, the past up, up. two weeks, I've told them, like, hey, since we're not at formation, I'm going to still send my report and I need to know this. You know, mm -hmm. consider this your formation time. Like I told them. Yeah. You know, so by no later than zero six, I need you guys to just give me an up. Well, so like when we do, when they're like, hey, PT on your own or something, right? And I know people are not going out to PT because they're not like us. And I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, I need a text message no later than 06. All right. I'm going to let you sleep in till 06. But like at 06, I need a text message saying you're up. If it gets 605, we're going to have problems. And then yeah. I'm just going to make it 530. 
and y'all gonna get all poopy because I said, hey, and you send me a message by five thirty. But it hasn't got to that point, so. Well, then there you go. I don't well, have that many people in my section. I was either. gonna say you don't even have that many people, so you're good. Well, I, I did. I I used to, but I heard it's getting bigger, so we'll see. Uh oh, yeah. Once we uh end this, you have to give me the lowdown. Yeah, it's getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, hell yeah! Yep. Hey, I'm key with mediocre dads. Be mediocre is a choice. Refuse to be mediocre. So that's all I got. Hell yeah, guys! Thank you all for tuning in. As you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's not very many uh, channels that you can go to or, or podcast episodes where you get a two for one. Yeah. Essentially, you're getting literally a two for one special. You know, here and and it's pretty cool because it takes extra creativity to make that happen. You know, two different mindsets, two different experiences, and then just come out here and and share for the masses you know so we hope you guys are getting something from this please like do the whole thing like subscribe you know it's free um your support is definitely appreciated and yes. uh, comment guys seriously we talked about we hit a lot of things tonight and uh i definitely am curious to know your guys thoughts um and opinions you know or even hey you disagree hey you're more that's that's cool that's what makes us human you know but uh, I definitely want to learn, you know, I want to understand and learn. So feel free, please comment down below. Let us know your thoughts and uh, and or even something you want us to engage on further. Especially, oh, yeah, I mean, you got if you got some military questions, you got questions just on fatherhood and yeah. and or anything that we've discussed in previous episodes. By all means, guys, uh, I love the interaction, you know, um, so. Oh, I, and I'm I'm a, I'm a man who likes to include too, so I would include you guys, you know, and I'll even shout you guys out, you know, as we engage the topic. So, feel free, guys, feel free to send send it send it my way, and uh, we'll engage that. I promise you. So, hey, that's another comfort and chaos episode. Thank you, guys. Uh, you already know. Embrace the chaos, grow in the chaos, grow in the discomfort, and uh, explore a better version of yourself every day, team. All right, I'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Out. Oh.